For libertarians, how do we balance principles with pragmatism? Let's talk about that. Instead of focusing on winning arguments, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and marketing and how we can use them to win in the world of politics, teaching you how to meet people where they're at on the issues they care about. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Well, hey there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show. Thank you for joining us on, of course, another fun-filled episode. I am, as always, your humble host, joining you live from our BNC studios here in lovely eastern Indiana. Don't let the upcoming recession Put your company at risk. You have to readapt, apt, and readapt, as Michael Scott would say. <laughs> so go ahead and change your sales and messaging strategies today and get help from Brian at BrianNicholsConsulting.com. All right, libertarians, this is a conversation we've had probably like a dozen times here in the program, but it gets asked more often than not. One of the top questions I get asked here uh, when people email me their questions at brian at com. which by the way, today we're going to be going through some more of your questions. I, all right, I need to apologize. Uh, being a new dad has taken a lot of time out of my schedule. So uh, with that, obviously we're down to three episodes a week, longer form episodes, interviews again starting next week. But I wanted to take some time here this past uh, week as I'm sitting down going through well, I've really just, I, I haven't had the chance to get, get to more recently with the change in my life. And that has been your questions. You guys have been emailing me tons of questions over at Brian at BrianNicholsShow.com. You've been DMing me at, at B Nichols Liberty on Twitter and Facebook. So I wanted to go ahead and just take a second now and actually go through some of the questions you guys have been asking and to hopefully give you guys some, uh, some more context into how we can be more successful as greater liberty, uh, liberty oriented folks here in our world. So the first question I got asked, and this is something I hear still <laughs> to this day as a topic of conversation, despite the recent changes over LP National. And that is, Brian, uh, how do you balance being principled and pragmatic as a libertarian? How do you decide when to compromise and when to stand firm on your values? Yeah, that's a tough one. Uh, and and here's, here's the dirty, rotten secret. There is no right or wrong answer here, and I'll give you the context in terms of why. And this is not a mealy mouth, you know, weak answer. This is truly how we as libertarians have to approach this. We have to be strategic. So when we're going out and we're trying to reach a new target audience, a new target market, first and foremost, we have to figure out, okay, what is it that makes this audience tick, right? What is the main bed bug issue that they have, I say bed bug issue, right? Imagine you had bed bugs. If that you had bed bugs in your house, every other issue in your house becomes like like secondary to the extreme. You want you want to get those bed bugs out. So how do you get those bed bugs out? Right, that becomes your fixation. When we're talking to our our target market, our niche audience, that's what we need to be asking them, or at least going into the conversation knowing what is their bed bug issue. Now, if it's a bed bug issue that we are A plus on when it comes to a libertarian or liberty-based principle, guess what? Go in guns a-blazing. Let's say, for example, Second Amendment. That's been a huge topic uh, of conversation more recently with the trans shooter in Nashville taking out six poor, innocent lives in that Christian school. That conversation, we as libertarians have an absolute advantage when we're talking about the right to self-defense. We can say, 
yeah, that school should have been able not only to have armed guards there because gun-free zones kill, and that, by the way, is a fact. Every single one of these these mass shootings in a school has been through the, the means of a gun-free zone, so you want to talk about real solutions there. Let's talk about that. But going back to the basic fundamental right that you, as a God-given American, God-given human being, the right to self-defense, self-preservation... Anybody in that school should have been able to have the right to defend themselves against any aggressor. So we can lead in knowing that if that was the topic of conversation that our audience was most fixated on, especially in a situation where they can actually do something about it with the political process or through societal change, then lead with principles, lead with, lead with your convictions, lead strongly. But when it comes to like talking about the the, the grand, you know, let's say global politics, it's not it's not really relevant to your local politics. So in that situation, we might have to be more pragmatic in how we approach those situations. While I, and I know for sure a lot of you listening in the Brian Nichols Show audience, we're talking about the, the war in Ukraine, for example. We're like, we shouldn't even be over there having this conversation right now. Like, we have so many issues here at home to deal with, and we're sending a hundred plus billion, billion dollars with a B to Ukraine. What? While that's fair and that is correct, that is the, the absolutely right principled position to take, if we're talking at a, a local mayoral debate, don't don't even bring that up. That is not not, not only not relevant to the, the the you know situation you find yourself in running for that office, but also the context, right? What what are you gonna do as a little old mayor in let's say a local town in the Midwest to address our involvement in the war in Ukraine? I mean, besides raising a fuss and making a name for yourself and being someone who's a vocal advocate against that, can you really solve that problem? And and is it something that your constituency, though it might be important to them, is it the bed bug issue? Is it the most important issue? Probably not. So don't spend your time focused on being principled on the issue when you are right when it's not pragmatically relevant to the situation you find yourself in. We gotta be smart, gotta use context in terms of how we're addressing the problems we're, we're bringing our solutions to the table to fix. So I would say when it comes to balancing pragmatism and, and principles as a libertarian, it all comes down to context. We have to know who we're speaking to, what our audience cares about, and more specifically, meet them where they're at, say it with me, on the issues they care about. Yay, everybody did. All right, uh, second question. Brian, what are some of the best resources and tools to use when you're educating yourself and others about libertarianism? Ooh, this is a good one. Uh, first of all, I am a big podcast guy. I <laughs> Surprise, I love podcasts. Um, I think they are not only a great means to, to listen and, and be able to do something else while listening to a podcast, but it also gives you the chance to like to take a step back from like if you were at a uh, like a movie, let's say you're trying to watch a movie, you're you're going to be involved more not just in the the movie but also the plot, the the storyline, all that fun stuff that goes with the movie. And while there might be libertarian themes there, I find that the best way to understand our our values is to go through, uh, in my opinion, through podcasts. Uh, so with that, I, I love podcasts. I, I think using them to listen to the news as well is very important, but I also am a big fan of written content. I uh, I will go ahead, I subscribe to a number of, uh, of different libertarian or liberty-leaning organizations, news uh, publications. So here, I'll, I'll go back for the podcast. I'm a big fan of Tom Woods, Part of the Problem with Dave Smith. 
uh, big fan of Michael Malice, uh, big fan of Lions of Liberty, obviously the, the greater We Are Libertarians network here. Um, I mean, there's so many different podcasts I subscribe to that I have in, in the, the rotation. I also have a lot of sales podcasts as well um, to, to help kind of even things out because it's not just a matter of, you know, being educated on, on liberty and, and such, but also how do we convey those ideas to people? So there's a lot of different podcasts I subscribe to there. And then in terms of, of news, you know, it's the actual traditional news, Austin Peterson's Libertarian Republic still produces a lot of great content even though they can be you know hit and miss reason does uh, some some you know good work uh, over there Robbie Suave does a lot of good stuff uh, as well uh, Nick Gillespie a lot of good work um, I would say you know beyond that there, there there's so many different organizations uh, you know based politics with uh, Brad Palumbo and Hannah Cox that are putting out really good content so Go ahead, check those out. But also in terms of building a culture of liberty, uh, you know, Spike Cohen's You Are the Power, that A+. plus. If you have not checked that out yet, you know, Spike's going out helping not just promote our ideas, but also help building a community of a culture of liberty. Um, so I would say those are some of the great ones there. Uh, how do you handle criticism and feedback from your listeners and guests? Uh, this one, I mean, I really don't get too much criticism, and I know that sounds a little crass to say, I guess, crass, is that the right word? I don't know, um, I don't, I don't really get criticism from you guys, I get ideas, I get suggestions, which I love, um, but in terms of, like, actual, like, you know, critique of the show, nothing really too bad, feedback, I I love feedback, feedback is how you get better, right, um, I I embrace feedback, I actually ask you guys every time we have a show to to email me, brian at com. let me hear your thoughts, suggestions, all that fun stuff. And now, a word from our sponsors. E-A-B-L-E-S, Ebels, remember that name, because if you suffer from chronic joint and muscle pain like me, then Ebels Broad Spectrum CBD Oil is your answer to your prayers. Ebels is truly a game changer in the natural alternatives to big pharma drugs. And yours truly can indeed vouch for the quality of Ebels. Having a herniated disc in my back, coupled with years of sports injuries, I was struggling to find something, anything to help manage my pain. That is until Ebels. And right now, Ebels is offering a special discount to all members of the Brian Nichols Show audience on all orders. All you have to do is head to Ebels.com and use promo code TBNS. That's it. Discount applied. Again, the code is TBNS at checkout to start managing your pain today with the highest quality CBD on the market. One more time, that is code TBNS at checkout. Uh, This has a second part of the question, though. How do you deal with trolls and haters online? Ooh, this is a good one. Um, This actually goes back to an episode I did late last year, I think it was, and that is do not argue with donkeys, even when they say the grass is blue. Uh, this goes back to an old wise tale where you had the, the king lion and uh, he, he's the one who oversees what is and is not uh, considered you know, fair and, and not fair in, in the society of this you know, story, whatever it is. And you have a, a tiger and a donkey and the donkey is like tiger. The grass is the grass is blue and the, the tiger's like, no, it's not. The grass is not blue. The grass is green. Everybody knows the grass is green, but the, the donkey's like, no, tiger, the grass is blue. And Tiger's like, all right, fine. You want you want to have this this debate? Fine. We'll go to the lion, who is the ultimate arbiter of you know what is and is not truth in this made up fairy tale world, and he will tell us the the grass is blue or not, which it wasn't. And the donkey and the tiger go before the lion, and the lion hears both cases: grass blue, grass green. And the, the tiger says, indeed, the grass is blue. Donkey, you you're you're right. Be on your way. The donkey's like, yeehaw hightails it out of there. The tiger's like, WTF, lion, you know for a fact that the grass is green. Like, I'm going to respect your your ruling, but 
give me some context here. And the lion imparts some wisdom and says, yes, the grass is actually green. That's common sense. I punished you though, because you spent time arguing with the donkey about whether or not the grass was in fact green or blue. And that's on you for wasting your time, wasting your energy in arguing with someone who just, just from the onset we know is wrong. So I take that principle and I apply it to the trolls and the haters that we find online. If you're getting bombarded with trolls and haters, remember that more often than not, they are the donkey arguing that the grass is blue. And what does it serve you to tell them, no, the grass is green? No kidding. Of course the grass is green. So you're just saying the obvious, which doesn't need to be said. You're adding fuel to their fire. Trolls and haters love the attention. So by not giving them the attention, you end up suffocating them and they kind of go on their way. Now, the other way I like to approach this is uh, he's a great sales guy that I, I've been you know connecting with here for a number of years, Will Barron. If you have not had the chance yet, go subscribe to his podcast, Selling Made Simple. And uh, Will likes to call people who are just like you know engaging in uh, buffoonery. He calls them silly billies. And I love that approach because it makes me laugh because you could have someone write out an entire like two paragraph you know BS argument about something and you just say... <laughs> you're such a silly billy and you go on your way how do you respond to that they can't respond to that and you're just addressing the fact they're they're arguing you know from just complete la la land and you're just not going to engage in the conversation you're not going to give them the energy and as a matter of fact you're having a good laugh along the way so I find overall the best way to address the trolls and haters is number one, don't give them the air that they so desperately need to light the fire of being a troll or being a hater. But also, if it is just something that you know you have to just quickly address, address it with laughter, address it with humor, and and that frankly will help more and more likely than not diffuse the situation on your end and let you move on through your day, and it will drive them crazy. Hit mute and move on. Um, Brian, what are some of the most memorable and impactful conversations that you've had on your podcast? Oh man, this is a good one. Um, I really liked our conversation with Thomas Massey back in 20, 2020, 2019. I forget, but it was a, it was a great conversation. We, we talked about, yes, the deep state, in fact, being real, you know, him talking about the precious, which if you're not familiar, the precious is the pin that the, the congressional representatives get on their their uh, their lapels. And he said that, you know, that like like Lord of the Rings with the ring, that the precious gives you the sense of power. And he was saying how, you know, he, he doesn't like to have that, that precious on. And if you've noticed, he's uh, replaced his precious with now a debt clock that's real time showing the U.S. Uh, national debt. So that's great on his end. Um, you know, despite the, the criticisms and, and, you know, the dif- disagreements I've had with Justin Amash, I really appreciated his conversation back in 2019. Um, that was when Justin was getting ready to uh, depart the Republican party and join at that point. It was the, uh, you know, question mark. He wasn't sure if he was going to go the route of being a libertarian or state independent. He ended up going a uh, libertarian and he quote unquote declared his independence from the GOP around that July 4th holiday. So, uh, that was a really fun conversation. I really appreciated Justin taking the time to sit down and go through that. But 
I mean, granted, right, like that's, that's, I think we have disagreements in terms of approach, uh, in terms of actually bringing people into the liberty movement. That's okay. Um, you know, I think Justin, though, very thoughtful person, really like Justin as a, as a human being, as a, as a person. Um, so, you know, with that, I think that was a really in, impactful conversation. I mentioned it last episode, Jacob Beckley from the Beckley Foundation talking about helping solve uh, pediatric cancer through changing the way they're doing the research using blockchain technology. How freaking cool is that? Um, yeah, those those three just off the top of my head. And I, I goodness, guys, I've had 700 plus episodes here. Um, I would say those three off the top of my head are probably the most impactful. Um, yeah, those are those are good ones. Uh, let's see. What are some of the uh, yeah, here we go. What are some of the guests that you would love to have on your show in the future? Would love to have Tom Woods. Uh, would love to have Ron Paul, Dave Smith, open invite. Um, I would love to have uh, <laughs> I would love to have Donald Trump uh, I, just to ask some questions and to get some Donald Trump answers. Uh, I, I think he is a fascinating person, whether you like him or not. I, I am indifferent to Trump. I, I supported a lot of what he did policy wise. Uh, granted, there was a lot that we critiqued him on uh, during the four years he was in office, but there's a lot he did. He did good. Uh, so just being able to kind of bridge those two worlds together, you know, why, why were you so great on tax cuts, but you put John Bolton in charge of, of, you know, security or national defense. Like, Help me bridge those two, you know, two worlds together so I can understand the thought process behind what is Trump. I think that would be a, a great conversation. Uh, what are some goals and aspirations you have for yourself and the podcast? Uh, so aspirations for myself. Um, my goal for myself is to be happy, healthy, and to be able to support my family. That's really at the end of the day that the top three things I am most concerned about. But in terms of seeing you know, goals for the show, I guess, you know, I would love this show to be the go-to show for how libertarians or liberty folk can sell our ideas to your average person, um, how we can bring solutions to the table. I want people to, to leverage the episodes we have here with the hundreds of guests we've had in the program and all the different things they are bringing to the table. I want us to be a go-to resource for, okay, we have a question about climate change. All right. We had Dr. Patrick Moore on the show and he talked about how climate change is nothing but hysteria. Uh, oh, we want to talk about, uh, the, the importance of freedom of association and just the idea of individual rights. We had Dr. Adrian Bajan uh, on the program and he was talking about how, yeah, freedom itself is actually scientific reality. Um, and, and he digs into all that and more cause he actually does a lot of stuff in, in, uh, engineer or not engineering. Th- I think it's thermodynamics is his, his specialty. But anyways, there is an entire uh, approach to, uh, his, his scientific method that goes into the ideas of how, when we do things in society, we like to do things in a free to move path and actually bridging the world of being a libertarian or liberty oriented person with how nature works. That was a really cool conversation. So having those, those different resources available, that's something I would really love for the show. But also we talked about this last time. Um, I, I am firmly in the camp of good people bring out the good in people. So I want this to also be an environment where your average person can say, I just want to find a group of, of people in the liberty movement who, you know, they have a good head in their shoulders, they care about each other, and they want to embrace and promote the, the goodness of what we're accomplishing, not just from our ideas being right or what arguments we want online, but really just highlighting what you're doing 
in your life to make things better? What are you doing to help improve your community? What are you doing to help improve your life? Like I, I'm a big fitness guy. I'm up at 4.30 in the morning. Granted, that's been every morning here with my daughter. Uh, but you know, I've been up usually 4.30 in the morning getting my morning workout in because I used to weigh 385 pounds. I know how not free I was when I was stuck in the confines of my old body and being able to to not only embrace a new lifestyle, but I want to be able to share that with people who are struggling and, and say, hey, I went through this. Here's what I did and here's what it resulted in and to help be not just there to help share those stories, but have a network. I want a network of good people doing great things predominantly in this greater liberty movement, because that's how we're going to be able to to promote ourselves is by being the best version of ourselves. So um, that's a goal I have for my myself, I guess, and the, and the podcast slash the community we have here at the Brian Nichols Show. And um, yeah, the last question, how do you measure your success and impact as a podcaster and a libertarian? Uh, <laughs> I've never, <laughs> do you ever have success as a libertarian? No, I'm just teasing. Um, no, and to answer that question, I think it's uh, subjective. You, you look at how do you measure success as a podcaster? It's not downloads. It's not, I mean, and that's the thing too. I hate the, you know, this podcast had 30,000 downloads an episode. It's great. That, what, what are those 30,000 people doing? Are they sitting there in their echo chambers, nodding in agreement saying, yes, that's right. Yes, daddy, say more that I agree with. Or are they taking what we're talking about and being able to apply the, the values and the, the solutions that we're bringing to the table to the real problems they see? That, I think, is much more impactful and, frankly, how I will value my success as a podcaster, I guess, but also as a libertarian. My job in this greater liberty movement, I'm not currently running for office, hint, hint, down the road. Uh, I, I'm just teasing. I, I, I got a family to worry about first, but I'm never going to rule that out in the future. But when we're talking about how do we actually, I guess, be successful libertarians, Again, you got to be a successful person first. You can't be like, okay, I am libertarian level 1000 and, and you're, you know, you got all the books memorized and great. And, and where are you? You're sitting in your mom's basement, you neck beard. Get out of your mom's basement, lose a hundred pounds, get involved in your community and then apply the libertarian principles that you've learned. And I know a lot of you out there, maybe not a lot of you because you're a better audience, but there's a lot of folks who they would hear that. And they'd put up their barriers. They'd be like, how dare you? Yes, how dare I? How dare I challenge you to get out of your basement, to get out of your echo chamber and to actually go talk to real people? Because here's the thing. The verbiage we use online is not the verbiage that your average person talks about or talks like. If we go in saying, as a libertarian, we talk about the non-aggression principle and here's what that means. Your average person is going to hear that and be like, the non-aggression principle? How does that impact me with being able to pay the bills to put enough food in the grocery cart to feed my family to make sure that the heat doesn't turn off in the middle of the winter? Help me address that first before you're preaching to me about the features and benefits of libertarianism through the confines of a non-aggression principle. You hear the difference? That's where we're losing right now because we think that we can just go into this you know, regular world <laughs> outside of our libertarian echo chambers and have these conversations with your average person and that they'll get it. They don't because they don't speak this language. It's like it's like you, you start talking to somebody from China and you know nothing of Mandarin, right? You know no Chinese and all of a sudden you're, you're getting bombarded with somebody speaking a different language to you. You're gonna be like, what? I... No, no, hablo Chinese lady. Sorry. Help me understand you better. Let's get the Google translate out. Let me figure out what you're saying and vice versa. She might not know what I'm saying. So 
being involved in your community, getting yourself ingrained and understanding not just what your your solution can do, but specifically the problems they're facing and how your solution addresses those problems. That's what's more important. So I would say that's how I would measure my success as a libertarian. I hope you as a member of the audience, that's how you measure your success as a libertarian. I would love to hear what your thoughts are. If you're joining us here on YouTube, Odyssey, Rumble, or Sovereign, do me a favor. Uh, down below, give me your comments. Give me your thoughts. How do you measure success as a libertarian? And if you're joining us on the podcast version of the show, well, email me, brian at briannicholsshow.com. I want to hear about how you measure success as a libertarian. And also, if you want to get involved in our awesome group over on Facebook, well, you just got to go ahead and join the Patreons. It's $1.99 a month, $1.99 a month. That's less than a cup of coffee at Starbucks. I think if you want to uh, go ahead and actually grow where you are as a libertarian, but beyond just being A plus in philosophy and the features and benefits of libertarianism, but actually applying it to how we're impacting the problems our communities face, $1.99 a month, it's worth it. So head over to our Patreon, sign up. You will get longer behind the scenes interviews. Uh, plus, you're going to go ahead and get access to that awesome Facebook group. And by the way, I go ahead, if you are a $5 or month uh, subscriber, you will get something from me in the mail, a nice little uh, item here and there from our shop over at briannicholshow.com. Calm. Uh, other than that, folks, it's uh, number two of our three episodes here this week. Hope we're all getting kind of back into the swing of things here. I know I finally am really excited. I can't tell if you can tell. I actually got some sleep last night, so got some energy levels today. So hopefully you guys are on board with me as we're changing things up here at the show. We're you know going a little bit different of a route than we had been but still we're sticking in the ideas of selling liberty, but also we're just we're really emphasizing the good people bringing out the good in people. And I want to hear from you. If you think we have a, a, a good idea here, I want to just go ahead and uh, you know, raise up what your thoughts are. So again, email me, brian at briannicholsshow.com. Other than that, that's all I have for you. Follow me on social media at B Nichols Liberty, Twitter, Facebook, and wherever you go ahead and get your video content, whether that was YouTube, Sovereign, Odyssey, and Rumble, hit that subscribe button and a little notification bell so you don't miss a single time we go live. But with that being said, Brian Nichols signing off here on The Brian Nichols Show. We'll see you later. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. Enjoying the audio version of the show? Then you'll love our YouTube channel. Be sure to head over there and subscribe. And if you're new to The Brian Nichols Show, be sure to head to your favorite podcast catcher and click download all unplayed episodes so you don't miss one of our nearly 500 episodes that will be sure to leave you educated, enlightened, and informed. If you got value from today's episode, can you do me a favor and head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash support and leave us a $5 donation? And by the way, have you given the show a five-star review yet? If not, head to Apple Podcasts and tell folks why you listen to the program and don't forget to tell your friends to subscribe too. Follow me on social media at B Nichols Liberty. And again, if you'd be so kind, please consider making a donation to the Brian Nichols Show at briannicholsshow.com forward slash support.